Welcome to episode number four of the In the Know with WTO, the podcast all about West Texas opportunities and nonprofits. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and thank you for listening. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen. Please subscribe so you can be notified anytime we have a new episode, and follow us on social media by searching for West Texas Opportunities. We can also be found on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash WTO. And inside Anchor, you can record a message for us with any comments or suggestions. You can also email us at podcast at gowto.org with any suggestions or if you would like to tell your story on a future episode. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate our podcast and leave a review and tell a friend or family member about us. On today's episode... I have um, Don Mortimer. He is our weatherization coordinator for our weatherization department. And um, thank you for joining us, Don. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself so our, our listeners can, can kind of know a little bit more about you? Uh, well, I came from a background, uh, started in the military for a number of years, and then went to work with the Department of Corrections for 20 years. And uh, so basically just been in public service most of my life and I uh, was just looking for something else and that, that would uh, serve the public and lo and behold, landed here. Wow. And so that I bet that was a big change going from, from that environment to working for us probably completely day and night. Yeah, it sure was. It sure was. This is the, the better side of public service, we'll say. <laughs> and in the corrections, uh, what all did you do in that? in that in that field well started out for several years just as a correctional officer and then then promoted to a supervisor and and uh when i when i finally left as a mid, mid-level supervisor great great and then in the military was there a certain branch that you were in yes the army the army yep. great and i know you've been with us maybe a couple of years or so right a little um, over two years a little over two years and um what is it what what kind of first led you to work for us? Well, uh, for a, for a time, I, I I lived across the street from our executive director Jenny Gibson, and uh, that kind of you know got me introduced to it a little bit, and then uh, uh, basically just uh, right place at the right time, I guess you know. Yeah, I that's was, uh, that's always I, the best way. I was working for Spike Dykes, and when they went out of business, it was just I. Got unemployed at the right time. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. That was the best right place at the right time. And as a as a weatherization coordinator, what what does your typical day look like? I know you're you're hired in right at the the tail end of of I guess somebody leaving the weatherization department, and mm-hmm. you kind of took over, made some changes, and right. um, I've heard nothing but good things since you started. How how, how our monitoring reports and how things have have gotten a little better over the years. Um, what can, to kind of describe your position? We we have multiple programs all over the place in our agency, ranging from Head Start to transportation to community services, which is like assisting with bills. How does the weatherization program fit into that? Well, basically, it it, it attempts to lower uh, our clients' energy costs. So that uh, they can, you know, put their money elsewhere, you know, where where it's more needed, where it's more important, 
to, to basically, you know, try to help them pay their bills, you know, and, you know, and buy groceries and all that stuff. So basically we're just, we're just trying to help them, uh, make their homes more energy efficient. And what, what measures does the weatherization department take to make their home more energy efficient? Uh, I guess the, the main one is uh wall and, 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 uh, attic insulation, uh, windows, uh, we replace heating systems, cooling systems, uh, just kind of whatever it takes to. And I know some of our older homes have really bad windows that were that were built when the house was built, and I, I know the the newer, more efficient windows probably keep that air out and the heat right. heat out in the in the summer. Um, do y'all still do the the blowing the insulation in the walls where yes. they? And I know the company that that y'all worked for previously. It's probably the same company where they drill a hole every so far and fill up that cavity and then drill another hole so it's a little cosmetic i wouldn't say damage but they just drill a little hole and they then they plug it back up so and i think that's really good where it makes the house feel warmer in the in the summer or i'm sorry warmer in the winter and yeah a little cooler in the summer yeah i think insulation especially wall insulation is probably the most important thing that we do to a lot of these homes because most of them were built before the day that they thought they needed insulation in the walls. Yeah, and especially most, being in West Texas, you know, they never didn't realize they would need it. Yeah, and what I've seen is it's it's mainly like it's it's basically boards. There's no insulation whatsoever right. in between the boards. So yeah, we run into a lot of that. Yeah, and I, I think I think the and program, they have gotten better at, at the cosmetic part too. It's contract, gotten better. The That's contractor good. Contractor we use is definitely getting better at at uh, making them look a whole a lot whole better. lot better. Yeah. And do y'all still do attic insulation? Yes. yes, definitely. I know that's another part that gets overlooked sometimes is mm-hmm. the attic. All the air right. from the outside can uh, kind of seep inside and make it make yeah. it and not all, so all comfortable. The, all the heat is lost through the roof line, basically. I mean, that's where it goes. Heat rises, and if we don't insulate them well enough, then that, that's you know that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I kind of know a, a little bit more about this, I I was our CAP coordinator for about nine and a half years, and the the CAP is the Comprehensive Energy Assistance Program, and they're both funded by the same funding source, which is the Texas Department of Housing and Community Affairs, and basically both programs kind of worked hand in hand with each other. When somebody came in and and was wanting help with their bills, and we saw that their electric bills were several hundred dollars a month. Then we made the referral to the weatherization department. Then y'all went out there and assessed the home to see if if it could be if it could be weatherized. And I know sometimes some houses may be too far out to weatherize them, but we make the referrals to try to get them somewhere else that can probably get their house into a little bit better shape. So then we can get right. in there and and weatherize it. So right, right. I think it's a very good program. Um, it's, it, it definitely makes the, the home a lot better. And at the same time, like you said earlier, it, it allows them to spend their money elsewhere where, and I know a lot of our clients are maybe elderly clients where they're on the fixed income as it is. And, and they, that extra hundred dollars a month or $50 a month on their electric or gas bill makes a huge difference. Sure, so, make all the difference, you bet. so I think it's, it's a great program. And what does your typical day look like as a weatherization coordinator? I know you have a few assistants that help out to, to do the actual assessing and all the the other administrative work. But as far as from your point of view, what does your typical day look like? Basically, 
a great a big part of my day is is making sure that that uh, we stay on top of all the changes that you know either TDHCA or Department of Energy uh, makes continuously to make sure that we're doing our part correctly. Uh, there is a lot you know a lot of things that get changed with each new contract that comes out. There's there's always differences and another thing I do is is I try to to um, find better ways, you know, by talking to peers throughout the state of, of, of weatherizing homes at a more cost-effective uh, method of doing it. And I know you're fairly new to our organization, but what's something that you wish you would have known before you started working for us? Maybe something positive about us or something that, that you found out after the fact that you're like, man, I wish I would have known about this sooner. Right. Well, I, you know, I guess the the main thing is uh, I wasn't even aware of the weatherization program prior. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's 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 kind of I don't I don't want to say a secret, but it's just it's not it's not known very well yeah, throughout the community. It's not very well known, and and uh, uh, I just was I guess I was kind of amazed by how much actual help there is out there for people that goes pretty much unused because people just aren't aware of it. That's a good point. And that that's one of the reasons why we've started this new podcast is to kind of spread the word. We have, we have almost 200 employees throughout the agency and they all work on different programs. And sometimes they, they only understand what their program does. So for example, Head Start may only know what Head Start does and Transportation may only know what transportation does, and the weatherization department may only know what they do. And the whole purpose behind this is to spread the word throughout our community and then our employees that can spread the word to everybody else. And then other nonprofits that maybe don't really know what we do, they see the little tracks buses around town and they assume all we do right. is tracks. And that this, the, this is the, the purpose behind it is just to kind of spread the word and make everybody aware of all these programs and and throughout all our episodes that that we're that we're putting out we're describing every one of our programs so everybody has a better idea of what we actually do every single day mm-hmm. and um i know you have quite a bit of experience in the military you're in the correctional field for a very long time um and now you've worked for us for some time what's some advice you would give somebody who maybe just graduated high school they, they have no idea what they're going to do with their life. What, what's some advice from your point of view and with your experience that you would give? Um, I'll give the, sh- the answer that I give my children when they were growing up. Uh, first thing I always told them is don't expect to, you know, to move into a position and be at the top of the ladder immediately. It takes work. I mean, you really have to, to uh, work at it. I mean, it, it takes good work ethic and, 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 and all that, you know. And I think the other thing is uh, don't always uh, judge yourself, your your own worth, by the amount of dollars you make. I mean, uh, service to the public and helping your fellow man, it, it, there's a lot to be said for that, and there's, you know, it's a lot of value in that. It's a very good point, a very good point. I know some people, that's what they look at as a dollar value, and and yes, that's important, but the at the end of the day, it's more, like you said, the actual – fulfillment that you receive by helping other individuals and Mm -hmm. people in need, especially our elderly and everybody else who is in need. Mm -hmm. 
Has there been anybody that has been influential in your in your career? Not so much just at West Texas Opportunities, but maybe throughout your your entire career. Has there been anybody that's been really influential to you? I think it, it all started with my parents and grandparents. I mean, that's uh, I was always I, I don't know the word traditional. I guess as far as that goes, I I, I looked up to them and wanted to always strive to be like them. Uh, and I think since I've been here, you know, Janie Gibson, our executive director, has definitely been one. Uh, even even uh, at the state level, there's there, there's been a few that have really guided me in the right direction. It's good, good to hear. And something I like to bring up in every one of our episodes is our mission statement. Um, we're a nonprofit agency, and every nonprofit has a mission statement. Our mission statement is to ease the limitations of poverty by investing in families to improve their quality of life. And you're the program that you work for. We, we kind of hit that a few minutes ago of how it actually aligns with our mission statement. But in, in your opinion, how does our mission statement kind of align with, with the weatherization program? Well, I, you know, by lowering or attempting to lower in people's energy costs, you know, like I said, it, it it allows them to to uh, do more important things with their life, you know, to 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 help them ease the the uh, limitations of poverty by you know being able to you know put money, like I said, to more important things. Because uh, a lot of you know a lot of these people, we we basically cut their energy bills in half from what I've been able to, or, you know, because I always try to go back to these houses a few months later. And you know, and talk to the people and ask them how it's affected their their day to day life. And and almost all of them have said that the energy bills have been cut basically in half. Wow, that that's amazing. And what kind of feedback do they give you? Are they happy with it? Or oh they... yeah, uh, almost almost every one of them have said that it's been a blessing to them. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's helped them save a lot of money. Uh, there's even been a few that have have. Uh, uh, said we were a, an answer to a prayer. You know, there, there's really been some people that have really been touched by it. Um, uh, more than more than a few. I mean, it, it's been quite a few. It's okay. Very very good to hear. And uh, just a, a last question I have for you: If somebody is interested in in having their home weatherized, what what should they do? Uh, get a hold of their CAP representatives and and have them put in an application. Um, or just give a call to the office. Somebody will get will get you uh, pointed in the right direction. We'll make sure that that uh, we get you the help that you that you need. Okay. And as far as like expectations, that is it. Does it take some time before before uh, they can get to you? I know you'll have a, a backlog of other homes that you're working on. Right. Uh, so just expectation wise. It may take a little time to, to right. get to them, right? Yeah, we, you know, we cover 19 counties, and, and, and it does take some time, you know. Uh, we try to get around to as many of them as we can, as often as we can, but sometimes it does take, you know, a little bit of, a bit of time to get there. Okay. Well, thank you, Don, for coming in. I know it's a little bit different than your typical work day coming right. in and doing the interview, but I really appreciate you coming in, and I know that the information that you provided is going to, be very influential to our 
other employees that listen to this, the community, and anybody else that wants to know more about us. But I really appreciate you coming in. All right. You're welcome. And until next time, you're very welcome. Until next time, um, thank you for listening. And um, as a reminder, uh, please tell a friend or a family member about our podcast. And we can be found again on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else. Um, if you have any questions or comments, leave us, uh, send us an email at podcast to go WTO.org, or you can go to the anchor app, anchor.fm forward slash WTO. There's a place where you can record a message for us and we can play that message on a future episode. So, uh, everybody, I hope you have a great day until next time. And as a reminder, new episodes come out every single Friday at, at eight o'clock in the morning. Have a great day and thank you for listening.